0: Welcome into Potty Pod Cinema. I am Dan. With me is Andy. Andy, it's been a minute. It's been like two weeks. I had a family reunion. I had some people in town. It was the Fourth of July, America's birthday. We had a lot of things going on. So many things.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: no, it's been uh, it's been a good couple uh, weeks of summer. Uh, I think I've been in the pool like every day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: <clears throat> yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, but I have been I have been watching some things at night uh, when I can. Um, you know, not as much as normal, but yeah, again, same. We haven't had as much
0: stuff as normal, um,
2: which is good. I yeah. needed a little rest. Or maybe we did, and it was just stuff that didn't interest me. <laughs> well,
0: but uh, We had people yeah. in town, so we did a thing where, like, so, you know, it's we we started Ted Lasso over for one of the girls that's staying with us because she had never seen it, and now she loves it. Um, that's just a good public service. We yeah. watched the first two episodes of Deadwood last night. <laughs> which what? I've seen a, a ton of times, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just going through these shows like, um, these are good shows to watch. These are good shows to watch. And, um, the one with Caitlin, uh, who stayed with us, she's like taking notes. Okay, this, this. And I've been telling, uh, Lauren that we need to watch Deadwood because it's one of my favorites. And we just finished Justified. There's the new season of Justified starting. Oh, yeah. So they already like Raylan. And Caitlin is about to be <laughs> done with Justified too. So she, they're both big Raylan fans. Um, and so oh, I was yeah. like, we'll try this. A bunch of people came out of it. Like, okay. So we tried it. And uh, yeah, they're they're like I'm intrigued. So uh,
2: <laughs> like it's the same character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did Raylan find the time machine? Is yeah. that what this is
1: about? <laughs> so, so, well,
0: that's it's funny because one of them said, uh, so he's a marshal and justified, yeah, and he's a marshal and in, uh, in Deadwood. Well, no, no, I mean kind of, but no, I mean not really, but yeah. <laughs> the temp, the temper is a big difference.
2: Bullock's really quick tempered. Yeah.
0: And uh, and Raylan is all about uh, the the. Seems a the little bit more cool. Yeah,
2: yeah he's, he's more cool. Collected, he'll wait you out. Yeah, but
0: yeah. even Wynonna says, "You're the angriest man I've ever met."
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But uh, I mean, he but he'll wait out his opponent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. screw up, and I'll be there. Like, yeah, he's not like gonna force it most of the time, with the exception of the the uh, premiere, I <laughs> where mean, he like tells it, the dude to be out by noon.
0: But, if you're a cowboy uh, and in the old west and I mean, I'm imagining Timothy Elephant in this is probably close to, I would say, late 30s in the show. So he's got to yeah. be pushing the life expectancy back then. Uh, so <laughs> I would be angry. I would be angry and trying to do things as quickly as possible too.
3: So yeah,
2: yeah,
0: it's <clears throat> a good point. Uh, yeah, yeah, you go die. About 40. Um, Well, let's let's talk about some of the new shows. So we got Silo Finale, and and I've got so many people. We've been talking to people, and they're all starting to watch it. Um, Either they've they've been watching it as, you know, caught up, or they're just now starting to get into it and kind of binging it. But it's been excellent. Um, I loved the Season 1 finale. I think you said it's already greenlit for Season 2, right? They're already filming. They're
2: already filming. Excellent. Yeah, so she... Rebecca Ferguson is an exec, executive producer. I don't know if you noticed that during the credits. Yeah. But, uh, so she's uh, a big part of the, the show. And I was just curious because, um, you know, these books, There's it's called the Silo series, mm-hmm. uh, but there's three books, and it's like wool, steel, and I don't know, hay, <laughs> something like that. Uh, and uh, the first, this is basically the book called Wool. Okay. Um and I I saw later so wool is broken itself into like three stories uh, okay. and uh, I don't want to say short stories but they're like novellas maybe is the right term um so that all three of them make up a, a true book um so I think this was the first part of the wool the book called wool okay and then the the second book shift which is an intriguing part to me shift thank you yes. Shift is a prequel series.
3: Oh,
2: um, Yeah, so I don't know how they'll do that. You know what I mean? If they'll, if they'll film a couple seasons of this show and then do a prequel series and they'll be their own thing. Or will will they do a, you know, the the third book, I believe, is unrelated, but I could be wrong.
0: It's called Dust. I see that the third the one's Dust. called Dust. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I don't know if that's unrelated or what. Um, so I need to look into that a little bit. But I didn't want to spoil too much. I was yeah. just curious, you know, because a lot of people were saying, well, book two doesn't follow her character, so how's she going to do it? And I think this was the first third of the first book is what we just saw.
3: Oh, So okay.
2: there's there's a couple more seasons coming. So, oh, and then you oh, have the spinoff B-Shift. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh. they could do a spinoff series of a younger Juliet or, you know, whatever uh so yeah yeah that uh and then i think see book three is about like people of that silo or other silos or who knows that uh that are have heard the stories of the juliet so uh so we'll we'll see how that all plays out but yeah man that what a twist ending oh uh, <laughs> can we talk about that ending?
0: yeah I mean, yeah so let's talk about i i see okay. i actually thought that was i expected that so just for people, no if problem. you haven't watched it, turn the, you know, fast forward and then go watch it because it's really good. Um, mm-hmm. but and then come back and we'll go. But so I was thinking from the beginning, I don't think that's the only silo, I think there's a ton of them. And I've never oh, read yeah, the books, and I, I never do anything. Yeah, we kind of yeah. talked about that. So I kind of expected when she ran out and you see all that, although it does throw you because it looks like it's nice out there, and the people that have gone out and cleaned before. Uh, they've all given signs that if it's nice, you do cleaning, but if it's not, you don't. And it looks like it's—they all start cleaning. So it, the, the whole time, the audience is saying, "Well, it's nice. It's nice. We've seen these little things where it looks nice out there." But well, it's, they don't
2: say—they don't say clean if it looks nice out there. That's what Rashida Jones's they, was. Well, they, well, they, well they te- no, they they tell them. Uh, the, and the the guy that's the, the whatever the, played by Tim Robbins
0: right now no 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 I'm not talking they, about them I'm talking about Rashida Jones had a thing with David oh, uh, uh, not David uh, yeah, um, right. Oyalo or uh, I can't think of his name now but they had a thing where if it's if it's nice then clean if it's not don't and so they keep kind of leaving these breadcrumbs that it is actually nice outside when we see Juliet go outside it looks beautiful mm-hmm. like she thought it would be um and I also kind of talked. I told Lauren this too when we were watching the first one. I was like, I think I don't think the people are actually dying out there. I think they've gassed the air tanks. Uh, they poison the air tanks on purpose to so it looks like they died. And you see that—that's um, what I always thought too. Yeah, yeah. that um, her buddy Martha Walker left her the the note that said supplies supplies took care of it or something like that. So I think they kind of looked out for her and got it fixed. And because Juliet Nichols is out there for quite some time.
2: So uh yes, they gave her a different type of uh uh wool or something uh for the tape. It wasn't a steel tape, it was a wool tape, and uh they and they show for a second because you notice she falls the exact same place both of them fell. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was some form of magnet. That was like yanking her down and uh, yanking them down oh, for whatever okay. reason, and because she didn't have it, she was able to stand up. Uh, and she looks at the wool t- tape also. Okay, and realizes what supply said. So yeah, so so my thought was similar to you. I thought there was silos everywhere, um, and I thought it was nice out in the real world. The real world is fine. We're kind of you know, and my thought was because they kept coming back to the power is the most important thing in the silo, mm-hmm. which it is anyway. But, you know, the, uh, they just kept saying that. And I just kept thinking, like, dang, this is like, if you think about the silo, it's a gigantic battery. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept thinking, maybe this is like batteries that are supporting the rest of the world because of overpopulation or just, you know, the needs for power. And we've we've taken out all the oil, you know, in the future. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm like, that would be an interesting way of like <laughs> human hamsters down there, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> On wheels, like creating the power for us. I was like, that could be an interesting way to go. And, but, but either way, I thought there were more silos elsewhere, but the world was secretly perfectly fine. And that's the twist. And Tim Robbins says, like, no one can make you clean. Like, if you get the desire, we would love for you to clean. But nobody can make you do that. They just give them the, the wool and stuff to scratch the limb, to help with the lens and, and clean it. Mm-hmm. But um, but they all tend to go out and then, with the intention of maybe not to, like screw you guys. I'm leaving. I'm not. Why would I do something for you? But yet they turn around and they end up happily, excitedly cleaning the lens because they want everybody to see, hey guys, it's beautiful out here. You're being lied to. Like mm-hmm. with, they think it's on their side. And uh, and then yeah, we got this big old, big old, big old twist that uh, that no, no, they they have some dangerous glitch that's going around, making people think it's clean out there, and therefore going outside. But is
0: it some dangerous glitch, or do they do that for a purpose? Is it to like give the people the, their final moments, let them let it be nice for them, or like what is the purpose of making it look nice out there if the people inside can't see it?
2: So my thought process is right now is that they want some someone every now and then to go out maybe to test maybe to see if the air is better now maybe whatever but they they've i don't know it's interesting because common's character is truly trying hard to shut this down, to delete this film, to stop it. Mm-hmm. So now you get the feeling like, are they actually, were they actually the good guys? I mean, because they're trying to stop people from watching this and going outside. Um, so really, yeah, everything we thought this whole series like they're they're doing dangerous but, things to
0: keep the silo safe. But why is? But wh- that's a, I don't understand. Is why is it necessary? Why do they have a screen outside that makes it look nice when? If they want to keep people inside, just show them what it looks like outside. It looks desolate. Like, it looks terrible. Now, you don't want them to see, I guess, that there's other silos for uh, a kind of uh, control of power um, over the people, but... I think they want them to clean those cameras for real.
2: And who would go out there and clean the cameras knowing they're going to die? Yeah. Right? Like, because I guess the first... You know, because they don't know how long they've been in there. That's that's the one of the other interesting things. They're like thousands of years probably, um, but they don't know exactly how long they've been in there. And uh, and I, I guess the the way they're going to find out when it's finally safe to return to the outdoors after nuclear holocaust or meteor or whatever caused whatever it caused uh, is going to be things actually growing. Yeah. Uh, you know, gr- you know, grass popping up for real and things like that. So. I think they need that camera cleaned, but like that's a death sentence to go out there. So if they send people out who already say they want to go out, then they show them a fake...
0: But it's not prison. a death sentence to go out there, because Juliet went out there. The only reason the others didn't make it was because of the magnet, like you said. If that's what that is. I still... I don't know about... I mean, yeah, that makes sense that the, the steel and the wool, and there's a magnet, but they still... I don't know. Maybe they ran out of air and they were stuck well, there. But it seemed like the other people that went out was more yeah. gradual than Magnus. But you may be right. Uh,
2: well, but and and they died. But they died though. But so Juliet not still deadly. Well, we don't know that. That's that's the that's why it's an eerie ending. I I think she's like. She's going to have to get indoors fast, is I guess where I was going with that. Yeah. I think she's going to have to get indoors fast or she's going to die. But
0: why did. But the other people, it still showed that, like, it, it showed their point of view and that they were slowly kind of, like, losing consciousness. And I don't think the magnets could have done it. They could have locked them to the ground.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe. Yeah,
0: yeah, maybe that's a good point. I don't know. And again, it's, why uh, have that? I mean, I guess it's to get keep people from leaving. But if the world is that desolate and that sad, if people want to leave, let them leave. Who cares? They're gonna—they're not gonna survive out there if it's that kind of wasteland.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I—I I, I don't know. The duplicitous... <laughs> yeah,
0: the the, the, the duggery of it doesn't seem to like. It doesn't seem I, to be necessary for some of it.
2: Yeah, and and maybe they, maybe it's the elite people that are in the. Uh, you know, the, that are the leaders of each silo, they want to keep everyone in the silo somewhere, their teens.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: so they don't want people to realize they can come out. But uh, it, it may be that the world is desolate and deadly, not from gas, but from something else. Like something else destroyed. Because you, you saw, I mean, there's nothing is alive out there. So something is deadly. I mean, there's grass can't even live. Yeah. So something's killing stuff. But it seemed Uh, like a big
0: production to, to show that people can't make it. I don't know. They're just because they can't.
2: I mean, maybe because they can't is what I'm saying. Maybe,
0: maybe, maybe
2: the twist is the the people were right so far. Like, and I don't know. That'd be an interesting uh, plot. Yeah. Too too afraid to get out and figure out how to fix things, which is what Juliet does. But right, fixes fixes problems. I don't know. Maybe she's gonna lead people to realize they can get out and make a world for themselves out there somehow. But, I, I, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's just a big mystery because why is everything really dead? Like, yeah. Why do they need the cameras clean? That's the other one.
0: And if they can because grow they, everything in the silo, why not have greenhouses on top so you could at least see and expand your... Instead of going down, which seems incredibly difficult to go into the earth, you could expand across the land slowly with like greenhouses or however I mean they've got the technology obviously because they have hundreds of silos out there
2: yeah yeah well and it, to me it makes you think that they built the sil- it's got to be something that was climate change
0: mm-hmm. because I'm thinking too.
2: they had enough time to build the silos so a meteor didn't destroy the earth because you wouldn't have had all day long to build all these silos uh, that must have taken hundreds of years and they show that giant equipment at the bottom that's under the water, which is actually, I thought, pretty a pretty cool touch uh, to show the things that actually dug those holes. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I think you're going to find out that the other silos are connected. Yeah, I think point. so, too. I think,
0: yeah, Don't I think. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Not the jurors. What do they call those guys? Common and. Yeah, the janitors around? Not janitor. It's something like Judicial. Oh, judicial. 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 I, yeah, I think yeah. Judicial knows that there's all these silos and they're going. They can go back and forth because you've seen like there's special entrances in and out of judicial. I think they can. um, I think they're somewhat like set up as cells, but they can kind of go in and out if need be. And so I think they're obviously all connected. But um, yeah, this was this was a great great first season. I loved it. I mean, it was one of the first shows. Like Lauren asked, "Do we have a new silo? Do we have a new silo?" And it was great. I'd also never seen Chinaza... Uche before, who plays Paul Billings, who I thought was excellent, excellent, excellent. Like, Rebecca Ferguson was excellent in it, but that's to be expected. Harriet Walter was excellent, but that's to be expected. <laughs> um, Rick Gomez, I feel like, is very underrated. I always liked, I liked him in Justify yeah. and at Band the yeah. Brothers and in this, and so I wish we could see more of him.
2: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And the, the guy who plays uh, Billings... Um, Chinaza Uche, seen, yeah. Yeah, I... I saw him something before. It was not Fear of the Walking Dead. That's the only thing Uh, I see
0: that he's in. But I I watched like maybe five episodes of that and quit. Blacklist, he was in that? I don't know. Yeah.
2: I I don't see anything else I know him from. Yeah, I'm trying to... It's probably... I watch some of the weird like indie stuff sometimes. I haven't seen Dickinson. I heard good things, but I haven't seen it. It just doesn't interest me enough. Yeah. Um, But it is Apple. And my God, they're showing me the... Almost everything yeah. in it is good, and
0: Haley Steinfeld is <laughs> a great actor.
2: Yeah, yeah, she really is. Uh, Emily, yeah, Dickinson. I don't know. Oh, I, that's I,
0: got I a good cast it. too, though.
2: Yeah, it does, and I mean it's really well reviewed. So yeah, um, from from everything I saw, seven point uh, seven on IMDb. It's over.
0: Oh, it, it, I believe.
2: You know. Yeah, it had a series finale.
0: Oh, okay. Well, it looks like it had three seasons, and it's done. Well, I mean, maybe go back and watch it. I don't know. I could possibly do that. Yeah, Apple has not led me astray too much, and I like the cast. But yeah, I've never seen him before, but man, he did a really excellent job in this.
2: He did. Yeah, yeah, he was really good. Uh, The the handshaking, too. uh, uh, Yeah. You'd wonder if humans, like, if they've been in there for thousands of years, like... You would think they would have adapted to something differently. Well, you know it I mean? could be kind
0: of all that metal. It could be a metal poisoning or something like that, or just lack of vitamin D, or who knows.
2: That's what I was going to say. It's just like something to do with the fact that they don't see the sun. Yeah. I mean, that's got to jack with your brain. Yeah. Uh, your, your whole life, you'd never see the sun. That's just wild. But, yeah, uh, uh, Yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm excited about Season 2 and whatever that'll bring, because mm-hmm. they've, they've given us enough to make it... Exciting and, and give you a little bit of the mystery back, but then build enough more mystery that that I'm I'm ready to see see more and see where it goes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, let us move on to Manifest. So this one I'd always heard good things. My parents actually raved about it too. But I never watched <laughs> it. Um it was on NBC, I think, as it started, got cancelled, <laughs> and then got on Netflix. Don't watch it?
2: No, no, don't.
0: No, but, uh, <laughs>
2: okay. I, I, I watched it all, I finished it <laughs> So, uh, no man You know what, it, it was one of the It was yet another event series Where they wanted to make a lost type of a series Right? Like something that was You know, gonna uh, I mean, it was just textbook, right? Like, we're gonna sh- show you a little bit about each per Passenger on the plane Every episode, you know, you meet about You meet a new passenger, and it's all gonna connect And yada yada And it, uh, I mean, it was intriguing enough that uh, it was pretty bingeable when it came out on Netflix. And I think it came out just great timing. Just, uh, it was right when COVID hit uh, is when they moved it to Netflix. And they had no intention of making a final season. It was actually canceled. Yeah, uh, There was two seasons and it was canceled. And uh, it became the most watched show on Netflix for like a month. Like, which is huge because when a major series comes on Netflix, it's like the top show for like a week, and then people have seen it, so it's no longer a top show. But yeah. this, people saw and they word of mouth. And the first couple seasons were kind of fun, and they were they were like, oh, where's this going to go? And and you know the plot is of course you know they, they go into the air, uh, like and and the brother and sister or that are adults like uh, his tw- he has twin kids. And the daughter and wife go on the earlier flight they get postponed to a later flight and they show up and it's been five years to the point that the twins one of them is five years older than the other Interesting. Uh, yeah and you're like ooh that's interesting,
3: that's interesting where have premise. they been Like,
2: yeah, it, yeah and, and they don't think they think two hours has gone by like they you know what I mean so they're like what do you mean uh, and so and they did hit some turbulence at one point so it's like was this aliens was this god was this like some some prank by a you know or some experiment by the government like what is it and then by the end of season two they kind of tell you what it is and so then the, the season three that they made and they broke it up into two years <laughs> the final season that netflix made um it was just kind of lackluster yeah and uh uh the writing was just so cheesy. <laughs> like the relationship parts of it were just yeah. so, so cheesy. And like the the main guy, uh, I think it's like Josh Dallas. I think his name is Dallas. Yeah, yeah Josh yeah. Dallas. Yeah,
0: he was yeah. in um, he was Fendril in the first Thor, and then got replaced with Zachary um, Levi because he was doing Once Upon a Time.
2: Yeah, smart, smart by them.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 he just he was such a bad actor. Oh, He's really? So cheesy. He's so oh,
2: cheesy. The the sister was actually really good, Um, uh, Melissa Melissa Roxburgh. Yeah, she was actually she carried that series, okay, uh, big time. And uh, and the daughter from the Americans was in it, and she was one of those characters. But by the end, it was like the antagonist. By the end, you just want to see her die horribly, (laughs) which is sometimes good, right? Yeah, Uh, in a villain, but uh, it was okay. But this is what's so interesting is the finale itself was actually great. I was like, Oh, you can write like that? You chose not to? <laughs> like, why wasn't the writing on any of the other episodes like this? Oh, that's was, annoying. Yeah, right? Like I'm like I'm happy that it ended well, but it was one of those like for this whole final season people are like, Do you watch manifest? I'm like, eh.
1: Yeah I really
2: you just don't want yes, to tell anybody. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean it's if you said it's a soap opera I'd say yes and a bad one <laughs> but it hooked me with sci-fi and now I'm stuck because I want to see how it is uh, and so yeah I pushed through the finale anyway was fantastic and there's a Hispanic guy that's in it that's uh, Melissa Rashford's, uh like will-they-won't-they they kind of boyfriend. Yeah, J.R. Uh, Ramirez?
0: Was his name Jared yes. Basquise in the show? Okay.
2: Yes. He was also really good. Okay. Uh, so th- those two actors love to see them in something else. Okay. Um, but, yeah, the, the rest was pretty pretty much a whole bunch of cheese balls. All <laughs> all right. of place. Uh But, yeah, anyway. But really solid ending. So people liked the first couple seasons. I mean, the finale at least wraps up, and they did a really good job. And it's all, all because of Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Because they went, oh, people like this, and they they paid a fortune in NBC to be allowed to finish the show that they canceled anyway. So
0: I mean, that's cool um, that they let them do that. Jesus, there's 20 episodes a season.
2: Yeah, the first two seasons it was. It says there's that, 20 know, in the
0: fourth season too. Yeah, but they brought it out, you know,
2: 10 episodes, and
0: then six months later, 10 episodes. Oh, still, like God, yeah, it. I can't do 20 episode shows. Get to the point. I
2: agree. 30, epi- 30 episodes, period. Like, three 10-episode seasons would have made this show dramatically better.
3: Yeah.
0: Oof. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, let us move on. So we got the season three finale. You just told me right before we started recording that this was the series finale, which is devastating. Um, the it's other done. the other two, which is one of the funniest shows I've seen in a long time. And, mm-hmm. like, everyone that's in it is fantastic. Um, the stories are just so ridiculous, and it's clearly poking fun at like Hollywood and how how it operates and just how the business works. But it was so good, man! I don't want it to be over. That sucks. Um, I'd never seen Helene York before. She plays Brooke. She was phenomenal. Drew Tarver plays Carrie. He was phenomenal. Ken Marino is uh, he's a, a favorite of ours. We we've loved him since what Reaper and um, Party Down. Um, Molly yeah. Shannon. I feel like. I feel like Molly Shannon's a crazy talented, but I know he's never a big fan of hers on *Saturday Night Live*. I feel like she's talented. I like. I think she's better at dramatic stuff, really, than maybe comedy. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Why is why is that such a thing with comedians? Uh, Like, so many comedians end up becoming amazing dramatic actors. I feel like Uh, comedy's
0: got to be harder than drama, because it's hard to be funny with like time. I feel like (laughs) Mm -hmm. timing is just you either have it or you don't. I don't know if you can like take classes on that. But
2: you're right. No, no, you can't. You yeah. you've got comedic timing, or you don't. And yeah, it's just it's just interesting. Like they say, I know I know a lot of people say comedy comes from a place of pain, but then there's plenty of comedians who've come out there and been like, that's not true. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like it is for some. But yeah, it's not for others. Like you know, it's just like anything. So yeah.
0: Uh, but she was I, excellent I, I in this. Know. That was such a Pat Dubek was such a great character because i had not seen that before. Because so if you've never seen the show, it's about. Uh, Brooke and Carrie who are uh, brother and sister and they've been trying to be famous or something for a long time. Carrie's trying to be an actor Brooke doesn't really know what she wants to do ends up becoming a manager she just wants to be in the in crowd Uh, then their younger, much younger brother Chase becomes like a Justin Bieber and their mom becomes kind of like an Oprah or Rachel Ray or something and they're still trying to become bigger or trying to find out what they want to do and so you would think that like the mom, Pat, and the son would be like terrible, but they're all like they're actually the good ones. Carrie and Brooke are very into themselves and vain, and all, it's it's very self-involved, and mm-hmm. they don't really. It's if this is the series finale, then what it was was it was basically the journey of these two, the other two, not the Justin Bieber type, but the other two. And they did tell that story arc. They started off as not that bad, and they progressively got worse and worse and worse until it kind of culminated at the end, where they made they kind of made restitution for all the terrible things they'd done to the people they'd hurt the most. Carrie's is with his friend uh, Curtis, played by Brandon Scott Jones, who's phenomenal in this and Ghosts. Um, and Brooke is kind of the people because she's the manager for Pat and Chase. She. She takes the fall for them and then she kind of makes up with Lance played by Josh Segara, who was one of our becoming one of our super duper favorites. Like love him and yeah, everything. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And so I I liked I liked where if this is the series finale, I thought they did a good job. Because it was just the story of these twos these two people's kind of path to finding out how to be people i guess in a world that's not that doesn't support that yeah no that's that's a good way to put it
2: yeah it's i mean i haven't seen season three yet but uh i saw that you know she was becoming the uh getting her own talk show
0: and all that you haven't Uh, seen season three why did you let me go on about all that then
2: no it's fine i don't care oh man Uh, you should because it's great Oh, no, no. I, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. Okay, I, this is not the show. I'm worried about getting spoiled. Okay, the, fair enough. The comedy's in the in the play between the the characters. Very so true. It's, it's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was I wasn't caught up in the twist of where they're gonna know. <laughs> 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 I'm just enjoying the enjoying the ride. But yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I agree with you because all that's still true. So like with the characters and the actors and I mean, everything so far, like yeah, it's been a blast. And and yeah, the like a. A common thing that we've run into lately. It's the side characters that have got me hooked, though. Brandon Scott Jones, uh, yeah, from, from I, this and Ghost. I and love him. He's so R- great. R- R- Did you see Renfield?
0: <laughs> uh No, I haven't watched. You told me not to. You said it wasn't very good.
2: Well, I just you know it's not it's not something to run to go see in the theater. Yeah, like, you
0: can you can watch it at home. Okay. Uh,
2: but uh, it, but his character is pretty darn funny in that. Uh, and uh, and the Good Place. I remember him in the Good Place real well too. Yeah, so. that's right. I
0: forgot about that
2: yeah so uh yeah he's he's becoming one of my favorites and then, like you said josh Zagara. he's he's amazing so uh, uh yeah man uh I'll be finishing this pretty soon and I did see that you know it was not cancelled they just said the series will end after season th- at, at the end of season three they said they've they've decided i think it was Kerry dupe uh not carried back <laughs> drew Tarver and somebody else I think mean, chris Kelly is the writer uh they've decided to just kind of pause for a while
3: okay
0: oh, yeah i imagine they're pretty busy chris kelly is also the uh he was a head writer for snl and i don't know if he still is um also was in the star is born i don't remember that but i guess it's himself yeah, he'll, written
2: he'll wrote, do what Nolan michaels tells him to do yeah
0: <laughs> yeah he came out of uh, upright citizens brigade which was started by most notably amy oh, poehler Sydney. Yeah, and then moved to Saturday Night Live. Was a writer for Broad Street, so our Broad City, I mean, so has done has done some good things. Probably wants to do some more. Yeah, in the next thing he does, I will probably give it. I would definitely give it a shot. Um, but man, this was so. The other two was so good. The jokes were so solid in this.
2: Yeah, yeah, that I've seen. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of it was really funny and different, not not something you've seen before. So
3: yeah,
2: uh, really well done. Uh, still a Saturday Night Live production or whatever. At least Lorne On Michaels Street, is part of Broadway. it. Broadway,
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah production he's
2: of a, that. He, he's a producer. It, or it always shows in the in the credits. So, uh, all right, man. Well, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll definitely watch that and and see how that ends. In that yeah, finish that.
0: Awesome. Alright, the next one Neither of us has seen an episode Uh, I kept telling myself I was going to um, But I just could not hit play And it's The Idol Um, It's about uh, (laughs) Jocelyn Desperate to reclaim her rightful title As the greatest and sexiest pop diva in America After a nervous breakdown Disrupted her most recent tour After Tedros, a notorious nightclub entrepreneur Reignites her passions Um, It stars The Weeknd And Lily Rose Depp um, some other people who I do not know, and then the creator is Sam Levinson, who I think did Euphoria. Yeah, I did Euphoria, and then wrote Assassination Nation. I never saw that. I heard it wasn't good, but it was like a critical darling. I don't know. Okay,
2: yeah. This, this got Jane the, Adams is in it. She's she's always delightful.
0: Uh, okay. But, uh, she, You've seen her in
2: Hacks. You may have seen her in Hung. She was the main. I never watched
0: uh, Hung. Oh, Hank Azaria was in it. I love me some Hank Azaria. Yeah, and she's in
2: Sneaky Pete's. Uh, okay. Oh, I did. Yeah, I watched him in Sneaky yeah, Pete.
3: Yeah,
2: Atlanta. Yeah, but, she's she's in a bunch of things. Um, I always remember for her from Hung, though. No. She's the she's basically uh, the dude's pimp. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude's that's temp. funny. Uh, that gets them all the all the gigs. Yeah, but uh, yeah, she came out. There was some funny. I mean, not funny, but I guess people were. There's there's a lot of sex in the series supposedly, yeah, and uh, it's sexy moments I should say, and I guess people just started saying things <laughs> that weren't true, and uh, like you know, just, it was an unsafe environment for her and all these things, you know. And Jane Adams was on Twitter. She goes, I just want to make sure all you people know you can just F right off. <laughs> She's just like, that's not remotely true. <laughs> and so, anyway, uh, yeah, like nobody's getting canceled here. This was a great show. <laughs> but uh, as far as the filming of it, but yeah. Yeah, it is going down as the worst show ever. Uh, I just keep seeing nothing but horrible comments about how bad it is. And, like, not. People like, you know, on our our Reddit or Twitter or something, just saying bad things to say it. It's like reviewers that are like, I really tried. Yeah. (laughs) And this is just so, so, so comically bad. Uh, We saw, like, I think one of the articles a couple weeks ago was. officially the worst sex scene in the history of cinema. Yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> Good lord. So I, I don't even know that's what a, that is. That's, about, a, that's but... a low border
0: trip over, too, man.
2: That's uh... Yeah, yeah, they're like, it is just, they're like the most cringy, awful, horrible thing you'll ever see in your life. Wow. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's not liked. It's yeah. not liked. I don't know if this, if it's the showrunner, the director, like, I don't know... Who's specifically at fault for this? Uh, a lot of people say it's whoever cast the weekend to be in this. Oh, really? Should be should be fired and, and yeah, run out of Hollywood because um, apparently he's a big part of what ruins the series, uh, uh, along with the writing. But the thing is, yeah, the writing is approved by the director the showrunner whoever that what's showrunner I guess typically is the head writer
3: yeah and so,
0: well but and, and some of the stuff from like Euphoria I've heard very similar critiques it just seems like this one I don't know maybe the, the, in mm-hmm. Euphoria the studio had a little bit more control and now they're like it, and that was such a big hit I still have not seen any of it it doesn't well, sound Euphoria's like still still
2: a huge hit yeah I mean, and, and that's the thing like you said it's not I don't think at least that it's for us no <laughs> You know what I mean? Which, which
0: is fine. Yeah, right? we're, start, yeah, we're no. starting to age out of the demographic here shortly.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah, this is, Euphoria is for like 20-something year olds who yeah. just went, finished going through their teens and it's like a dark look at what they went through and, and dealt with. But uh, yeah, it's not really my thing.
0: Yeah. Um, so this got a 4.9 on IMDb, which is a 5.9 in the real world. It got a 19 and a 41 on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Are yeah. you serious? So nobody 19. liked it. Yeah.
2: And a forty. Yeah, a forty-one is like unheard of unless somebody is purposely review bombing. Somebody. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like if if it was He-Man and it was cast as a transsexual, <laughs> <laughs> like, I could have seen a forty-one. But uh, wow, that is that is really really bad. So she's done yoga hoser's. What's that on Rotten Tomatoes?
0: Yoga Hosers is probably not great.
2: I'd love to know what that is because she may very well have been in two of the worst reviewed things of all time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yoga Hosers, wow, 34 and 24.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's the other thing I
2: know she's been the lead in. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, that seemed like she was doing a solid for a friend. I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't know anything. I don't know that I've seen her. I'm trying to think of things that I've seen her in. I feel like she was in this netflix thing with timothy chalamet that was actually the king she was in the king and she went in a ton but i thought she was she did a good job in that she was in silent night uh that's tough just because i didn't like that movie but yeah uh i don't know I, i don't know maybe she's a good actress maybe she's not i have no idea but it's not yeah so far it's not been great uh next on the list is man been really good so far, and one we've been looking forward to for a while. But Secret Invasion. So, we've got I don't know if we even reviewed any of this yet, just because we've had so many we have. I think we might have done the first episode, but um, uh, yeah, it might not have been any of it. So, I don't think we did, yeah. Secret Invasion three episodes out, Resurrection, Promises, Betrayed. So far, we get the fourth one tomorrow, comes out on Wednesdays. Um, this has been good. So, Nick Fury's been off world in a spaceship um, trying to find he says he's been trying to find other planets for the Skrulls to go because as we saw in Captain Marvel, the movie Captain Marvel the Skrulls have been here since about 1995 they landed and they were refugees from a planet that was being destroyed they landed here, they can shapeshift into other humans um, their leader was Talos, played by Ben Mendelsohn um, and this we have his daughter uh, Gaia, played by Amelia Clark and we have Gravik, who has become a leader of kind of a resistance, saying, look, we don't want anything to do with the humans, we're going to do our own thing, and then now well, we're not, going to take over, we're going to take over that. Earth and make it ours.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing, so like, they, fl- they flashback, so I also went back and watched Captain Marvel. Um after I guess the first or second episode,
3: yeah, uh, it
2: kind of shows, you know, also recommended watch X and I was watching it with my son. And we're like, yeah, okay, <laughs> we just did play. Uh, one, I would say, Captain Marvel's better than I remember. Okay, like, like I didn't love it the first time. yeah. Me either. Uh, you know, definitely the first half was not great. The second half picked up a lot. Um, but um, going back and watching it now, are rewatching it now. I actually like the first half a lot too. Like okay. I, I actually, I think I think they're, I think it was one of the victims of going in expecting something very different, and it was more like it ended up being a little more like Secret Invasion, where it was a little more conspiracy, what's going on, who's who's good, who's bad, kind of a thing, but that's not what we thought when we went to go see it.
1: <laughs> uh,
2: so anyway, uh, I'd recommend a rewatch. But uh, so in, in '95. Is when, like you said, they, they crash landed on Earth. Uh, Talos didn't even know about it yet. He was just following Captain Marvel because they were looking for the Cube, and you know that was all about trying to find a way to get faster than light travel, mm-hmm. so that they could, uh, so they could outrun the Kree, who was massacring them. Uh, the Kree were totally massacring their race, and they're, so they're in hiding all over the place. And the big promise at the end is is that Fury is going to and, and Captain Marvel or, are going to help. Uh, the scrolls find a homeworld that they can live on and prosper on far away from the reaches of the Kree so that they can survive uh, and that's where Captain Marvel leaves with, with Talos and crew at the end of the movie and takes off with them and you find out in 97 that after a couple of years looking they, they didn't find it she got called away on something else so they were on Earth for a little bit having to, find a, having to stay there and uh, Nick Fury says I need your help on Earth with, uh, with certain things. You have an ability, a unique ability to be clandestine operatives because you can shapeshift. But uh, in the meantime, I will find you a world. Um, and G- Grovnik's whole thing is, is like, you know, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know, I saw my parents massacred by the Kree. In the meantime, you take me on basically as a child soldier. Uh, in my anger, I agree to help you in your war and in this meantime you know all these years have gone by we've been doing your bidding uh talos is happy to do you make us all do your bidding because he's our leader and he loves you your best friends but all of us are like dude what the hell uh it's been 30 something years now still no still no planet and then you disappeared during the blip you come back and then you disappear up into your ship more worried about protecting the earth than some things like Thanos because you're scared than from doing what you said you would do so we're going to take your planet. <laughs> and so, it's, it's not so much that he's, like, mad at humans. He's, he's pissed at Nick Fury <laughs> for, for not doing what he said he would do. And, and so, and that's why at the end of the first episode, we get that big kind of FU where he stares down Nick Fury and shoots Maria Hill spoilers uh, in the stomach, just saying, like, look, I'm taking this from you. And uh, I thought that was a great scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, it was really... T- that was and shocking. you're like, dude... Yeah, and they and they have this cool scene where you like you realize that uh that Gravik has been following Nick Fury the whole episode because he turns into like four different characters as Fury's following him that are all characters Fury has seen throughout the episode. Uh and just in this in the background of scenes. And you're like, Oh dude. Uh I'm liking it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it a lot. And uh and then we get episode two. Uh what did you think about the uh, the little, was it, two or three, where we get the glimpse into the uh, the characters uh, that we've seen in Marvel's past, that they're
0: working on their genes? Oh, yeah. So there's, like, uh, Cole the Obsidian thing? and, like, some yeah. big bad ones. I forget what the other ones are. I just remember seeing Cole Obsidian. And, yeah, they're trying to, because it showed in the first episode, they can take the genes of humans. And they can get their memories, and they can turn and look like them, and it makes it easier for them to shape shift and like hold the shape shifting, if they have for long for long periods. Yeah, yeah. if they if have the genes and all that. And so it looks like they yeah. got them for I can't remember. It's Cole Obsidian, and I cannot remember who the other two I saw were. Okay. Oh, i oh, thought you. Okay. <laughs> oh, you.
2: Yeah, because it was the brilliance of it was that all four characters. This was a, a, a if you will, a, a loose thread that never got, uh, never got clipped. So, so uh, Colob City, and if you remember in the battle in Infinity War, uh, Doctor Strange closes a portal and his hand gets lopped off. Oh, okay. falls into, like, Siberia in the snow somewhere. Okay. So they've got his hand from the snow from that fight scene. At the end of Thor of the Dark World in the post-credits, there's a funny scene where one of the, there's, like, a big dog creature from the Ice Giants world that's just running around on the rooftop chasing a butterfly. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, they forgot to get rid of him. Uh, so there's there's the ice giant beast, there's Obsidian, uh there's some of the roots from the Infinity Wars battle of Groot.
3: Oh wow! Uh, so
2: they've got they've got Groot, Obsidian, the ice beast. Oh, and then uh, um, some genes from the Extremis project uh, from Iron Man two.
3: Oh, okay, great. So
2: from Iron Man three, so you've got ice powers, fire powers, earth powers, and super strength by Cole Obsidian, mm-hmm. uh, you know, group group I said Earth powers, but you know the growth, the growth. So which could be close to stretchings, uh, much like uh, Mister Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So uh, you clearly got a super scroll coming.
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I think and, it's gonna be Grovick.
0: I think he's gonna be the super scroll. We've already kind of seen at the end of episode yeah. three where um, Fury stabs him in the hand. He rips it through and he does the healing, kind of like from the guys from Iron Man 3 so he's already incorporated oh, yeah, that
2: yeah, yeah. so you think he's tested himself already
0: yeah I think he's already okay, got yeah. some well I think he's got the Iron Man 3 stuff in him for sure already
2: okay see I didn't catch that because I was, I was thinking oh that's just probably something the scrolls can do because they shapeshift, shift so they could just well, he, take their hand back closed uh, well he glowed yeah, just like the
0: Iron Man this. 3 guys Oh did he yeah his hand kind of glowed when it healed go back and look at it
2: oh interesting okay. yeah uh, hey yeah I have an excuse to go back uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah you got yeah that, I think he's gonna be
0: super scroll for sure
2: well I'm wondering if a few of them are because he first talks about like a group that he's gonna make stronger than ever uh, and then um, Gaia uh, twist at the end of episode three another another spoiler here guys uh she gets shot dead
0: yeah i know. Um, I did not see that coming
2: well but i wonder if she's dead
0: yeah. because
2: i think they showed her in that room where the uh where the machine is that you would assume turns oh into that's right yeah so i think she's already done it to herself oh you might be right uh, and so yeah i think she's gonna it's gonna show her heel at the beginning of the episode tomorrow um, and I hate to, I hate to use a, a spoilery thing, but like they showed more scenes of her in the trailers. So I think she's alive, yeah. <laughs> uh, than what we've seen already. I mean, uh, so yeah, pretty sure she's alive, but, um, yeah, man, this is besides the fact that the, the, I'm exciting where it's going and that it, it kind of feels, I use Andor as my equivalent of where it's like, it's an adult series set in the world, Yeah, you know what I mean? But like, I can kids this is probably really boring yeah Pretty i was boring.
0: wondering like you're watching this with your kid right
2: yeah oh not lo- he's not loving
0: no <laughs> i could see that well it's more espionage it's like uh john LeClaire does an mcu you know
2: that that's exactly right and and but i'm loving it. <laughs> yeah i'm too each 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 uh what i saying uh episode there have been really great uh, scenes of just incredible dialogue between these two characters, between Fury and Rhodey, between Talos and Fury. Uh, some with uh, Olivia Colman's character a couple times, and her like in the scene in the. uh, uh the
3: oh, I love shop Olivia Colman! Oh man! Oh,
2: in
0: the butcher shop. Yes, because she's uh, like just like there's no, she's not worried at all. Like Elizabeth he's like, how'd fine. you get in here? Do I seem like a person she, who's concerned yeah. about doors? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, as she, she said the, the door's locked. She goes, and what does that tell me about <laughs> tell you about me and Locke?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. She is so that's phenomenal amazing. in this. Yeah,
2: delivery. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh, so, yeah, just just you know, the whole thing, the whole series has just been so far. I like. I am thoroughly loving the season. That and then how big? Uh, no one calls him Nick. Right, so yeah. I, I don't know if you remember but in Captain Marvel there's a scene where uh, uh, it was Colson or Talos it was, it was Talos he's in the Ben Mendelssohn character who was uh, the, one of the, the heads of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and they're go- and it's when he and Brie Larson show up there uh, Fury and Ben Mendelssohn go in an elevator and he's like hey it's good to see you Nick and then you see Fury kind of tilts his head and then right as like, they're uh, going up the elevator he, he turns to shoot him and starts fighting him and he's like, How the hell did you know? And he said, Nobody calls me Nick, yeah. And that that was a big scene. So, like, everyone all of fury. Well, they're sitting down, they're having that uh, dress down scene where uh, Ray, R- 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 Rhodey's, uh, uh, firing uh, Nick Fury. And he's like, Yeah, why would I? Yes, I've you know, he kind of uses the brother thing on him, you know, and he's yeah. like, uh, Men like us, you know, have to fight for power. He's like, Yeah, but me. <laughs> But I didn't wrestle this power from mediocre men to hand it to another mediocre man just like you. <laughs> and he says, "So a Nick," <laughs> and I'm like, "Ooh!" Oh, I didn't even catch that. <laughs> like, yeah, you see a Nick, and like, like he's like, because it really felt like it could go both ways. Because yeah. it's like, oh, they're they're showing us that he's probably maybe it's Rhodey's a scroll has been the whole time, that's or he's just that's his Fu of like I'm treating you like boy, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like calling him Nick. Like yeah. You don't deserve the the nick or the. Well, I definitely anymore. think he's a.
0: I definitely think he's a scroll. That this Rhodey, the Rhodey we're seeing in Secret Evasion is yeah, a scroll. Yeah, yeah. I don't think throughout the series he may not have been. And one of the things that made me think that is when I first saw Rhodey, I was like, "Well, where's his leg stuff?" And now it is the MCU, mm-hmm. and you, you've kind of brought this up before. Is that they can always just go with, "Oh, it's nanobots! Like nanobots fix everything," <laughs> and so it could it be does. that. But like that was kind of a thing. Was like this is the first time I feel like we've seen Rhodey without any kind of since Civil War without any kind of like walking device or you know something to help him walk.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I, no. That's a good point. And they also did some some fun little imagery, like they did, uh, like people were pointing at the end of Ant Man: Quantumania where there was like at the at the end, uh, Paul Rudd's walking through the street and. Like he was at the beginning of the movie, and, and the, but there happens to be people. Everyone's turning and looking at them, except for the people in the green and the purple.
3: Yeah, which are cane uh,
2: colors. There was a cane colors. Yeah, and then the scene with Roddy and Fury sitting uh, sitting down having that talk. Uh, there's a green lit sign directly above Roddy's head the whole time. It looks like an arrow. Uh, oh, okay. Which is an exit sign to the to, yeah, but it it almost looks like an arrow just pointing at Rhodey, Uh, for the green scroll. So I was like, oh, that's that imagery is not
0: an
1: accident. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, like, oh,
0: that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, I definitely... Yeah, Rhodey definitely... I'm this like, Rhodey definitely feels like a scroll. Um, and then...
2: I think it would be more interesting if he's always been one. But, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah, that's uh,
2: a high-level like, oh, Yeah, people are like, well, he can't have been, because then all this other stuff, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, they can't... Bo-. It's not that they can't both be true. Yeah. Like, maybe he started to become kind of friends with you know uh, uh what's his name <laughs> iron man and you know when they were in the middle like when they were all still happy and graphic hadn't decided to go against uh the humans Then yeah he fought with the avengers why wouldn't he, he had a suit that was his planet he lived on he's fight. like all yeah. of it can be true
0: um also explain why he but, looks different from uh, the first iron man to the second
2: yeah i heard some i saw some funny ones on that one too yeah, just yeah, just like Kang. <laughs> why, why does why has Kang got a different actor? <laughs> Yetovas. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we'll we'll see. But uh, yeah, anyway, I can't wait to see where this series goes. So uh, it's obviously gonna end up with a super school fight. Um, and I know a lot of people that have been complaining about, you know, it's too slow. It's you know, this this isn't you know, kids won't like this. It needs to you know, it can't be an adult <laughs> mystery show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, they think that some Avengers are going to come help at the end, and that's where they're going to tie it in. I don't think so. I, I think it needs to be a series about the people on the ground.
3: Yeah, I and don't think Fury I need that. needs.
2: Yeah, Fury needs to have to take on the scroll. Fury and Talos by themselves. I think that's more interesting than Thor showing up and blasting them to death. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that—that that would defeat the purpose of the whole series. So, I, I think that would be kind of dumb, personally. And I think, I think Fury having to fight. War Machine and the Super Scroll with just Fury and Talos. I, I
0: love the idea of that. What do you think? Where do you think Olivia Coleman sits in all this? Her character.
2: I don't know. I, I was kind of thinking that, and you know, part of me was was thinking that they could be setting up the introduction of 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 her character, and then maybe even Talos as the new Nick Fury. Because uh, Nick Ooh. Fury. I mean.
3: Yeah, he's getting.
2: He's old. seventy. He's seventy-five. Yeah, <laughs> in real life, I mean, he's seventy-five. Uh, and not and, that uh, Ben Mendelsohn's a young, young lad, but but, he's uh, younger. I, he's got he's younger. He's got some more acting ahead of him. And so, in the comics, um, the new director of Shield was always Maria Hill. Yeah, who who, who did? <laughs> so there's gonna have to be a new director of Shield and/or of Sword at some point. Why not Ben Mendelssohn's character, who's yeah. from space, uh, who's leading the space directive, uh, and then Coleman is like the Earth-based Fury, uh, yeah. if you will. I mean, she won't be doing it for America, <laughs> Yeah. but they can set up a Captain Britain and a couple other fun little uh, characters that could be on the British side of things. So they, they could set up her counterpart, and that would make sense, because anything that's global from now on will need global coordination. So, like, the Celestials coming, the Eternals. Uh, well, they, they haven't said
0: anything about the Celestials. I mean, there's a giant one yes. hanging out in the ocean for three, four years, and no one said anything. So, who knows? Yeah, the,
2: there was a news article at, uh, in S.H.I.E.L.D.
0: Oh, is <laughs> it?
2: Why is there a man sticking out of the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> a
0: st-
2: it said statues sticking out of the ocean. It also said, why is there a man with metal claws fighting somebody in a bar brawl? Ooh. Uh yeah, but uh, yeah, no, almost, yeah. it's, uh but yeah I think that's where they're headed I think okay. I think the the space station they've obviously showed us we're finally going to see that in the Marvels movie coming out yeah and uh, um, I think that's where we're going to see what that station is there for and I think that's where we start needing some form of global you know uh, coordination when we're fighting things that are from other planets and that, so I think my point is I think Coleman will be back. I think, I think her character stays around.
0: Okay. I hope so. I, I love me some Olivia Coleman. Um, yeah. Yeah. This is all good stuff. Yeah. We got another episode coming out tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, I, I very much look forward to watching. This has been very entertaining. Um, well, we got a Yeah.
2: Another new one, uh, which I had to tell you about because I think you were out of town. Well, I man. I heard
0: the the episode on Spartless with Idris Elba. Uh, which was Oh, okay. I haven't heard that yet. It was it was okay. It's not bad. It's got its moments. The Pedro Pascal one we <laughs> quit like halfway through. It was kinda it wasn't as much fun. And then I watched oh man, I listened to one the other day that was re- it, it was really funny. I don't know if I made it all the way through. Oh so I started Simon Pegg and I haven't made it through, but it's been good so far.
2: Okay. Yeah, that one is pretty good. That that's a pretty solid one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It's funny that the people that are less entertaining on that podcast and it can can be like people. If they didn't know each other already, it's not quite as good as when they're actually already friends going yeah. into it because then they're not afraid to. Kind of joking, rip into each other, and, and yeah. play on things that have happened in the past. The
0: so. Krasinski uh-huh. one is great. Emily Blunt one's great. Yeah, the ones where they know each other. Anything, anytime they have anyone Uh-oh. from um, Arrest Development on is always great. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's right. But yeah, the, uh, they were talking to someone about Thoreau the other day, and they're like, "Yeah," and the nemesis of the show, Justin Thoreau, once said,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, "Nemesis of the."
0: Anyway. um, So, what we got from this is, yeah, Idris is in a new show. I believe it's... It looks like it's a BBC show that's also in conjunction with uh, Apple TV Plus called Hijack. Oh. Uh, It might not be BBC. It just has that feel to it. Uh, It has that very... Because he's British? No. (laughs) um, It just... I I don't know. The way they film things and stuff like that, it just has... I feel like BBC has a very feel to it. But this is uh um,
2: production
0: yeah so a plane from dubai to london is hijacked over a seven-hour flight while authorities on the ground scramble for answers um that's not a great description they released three episodes at once kind of is well yeah, yeah kind of um it's
1: <laughs>
0: it's the, i'm glad they did the first three episodes at the same time oh it looks like they didn't we were just the first two episodes are at the same time and then they did the fourth one or the third one um it's kind of a slow burn, especially the first episode. It picks up a little bit more in the second, and then by the end of the third, you're like, "Okay, let's get going." Um, the fourth one comes out tomorrow, yeah, July twelfth. But it's—I'm intrigued. Like, I'm ready for it. To, like, let's go. Let's let's get with it. I'm well, ready I to mean, kind they, of do this. So at
2: the end, of, I'm I'm with you, and I have seen the only really criticism I've seen in the show so far is they are like needs to speed up. Yeah, you know what I mean, but at the same time we got five more hours on the plane yeah <laughs> and there's nothing we can do about it it's happening <laughs> which is exactly how I feel when I realize I still have five hours left on a plane <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it um, but uh, yeah so they're they're filming this kind of 24ish and that this whole series is going to be kind of in real time they said so Buckle up! <laughs> it's going to be five more hours on a plane. Yeah, I don't, and I'm with you. I don't know how they're going to make that interesting, but so far it has been. And I did like that. The end of this episode, you did have finally, like, where it, they went and, and tackled, started fighting a couple of the guys. So you had the whole. oh hold on. Uh, how many have you seen? Three. <laughs> There's only been three episodes. I'm, okay, so I'm like, so you've seen the, them fight a guy.
0: Yeah, I saw well there's the two guys okay. that tried to, f- to fight a guy and then it didn't work out. And then Ooh. the most recent episode was I oh, mean, I just watched it the other day. At the end they older. oh yeah, the older guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. That which was a so, good so. pretty good fight scene too. And I like it because yeah, a, he's not mm-hmm. um he just always this is like he's not like a physical badass he's he's more of a he's a negotiator
2: yeah that that's his thing is he's a negotiator and and you know there's gonna be a little more to that but he does take that dude out (laughs) uh he he kind of hustles back there and he knows what to do and when to do it i mean he's not afraid to fight yeah uh that was fun and but the whole tension was like are these guns real and that's what i thought was so interesting about it It yeah it's like are are the guns real? Oh, God, that is a... I mean, you're taking a huge risk assuming that's a fake gun, and, you know, and and another interesting part of the the result of that fight is you know, that one dude, uh, somebody clearly shot him, right? Um, now they think all the... Who
1: got shot?
2: so, So, at the end, uh, Idris got shot.
1: Um...
2: So you see him, like, you hear the gunshot at the very end of the episode. Oh, well, that's because uh, the leader sure switched fighting.
0: the bullets out. Everyone else has bullets yeah. except for the leader.
2: Yeah, but, but they don't know that now is my
0: point. Uh, so now
2: it looks like they all have real guns because one of them shot and it was uh, a real bullet, right? And so uh, they didn't see that the leader ran and, and had to, like, fumble and freak out to change it to make it look real, right? So uh, so they think they all have the real guns, and we know now the audience that they don't.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. But but when they when yeah you know, when the leader shoots the gun, you see Idris like lunge backwards, but only with the stomach. Uh, so I think he got shot, um, which is kind of important because you kind of have to nerf Idris a little bit if you're going to make it five more hours, right? Yeah. Like otherwise, because you've just seen that you can fight. <laughs> uh, they're not going to just not be afraid of this guy anymore. Um. So even if they're going to handcuff the guy, like. You know, he's if he's shot, it makes more sense that they're going to have their guard down a little bit more around a dude that's bleeding than, you know, and shot. than then that's because he's a big dude. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be afraid of him no matter what he did <laughs> for a living. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, I, I'm I'm interested in where it goes from here and and uh, how you keep it interesting and suspenseful for the next few episodes. But but so far the acting has been great. Um, I actually like the the, the villains. I think they're doing a pretty good job of being menacing, mm-hmm. but 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 you don't really know why, and you even see that the the head guy he's answering to somebody else, and you see him talk to somebody and say like, you know, we had to get moving a little earlier, but we're on track or whatever. Yeah, so they've they got ca- someone they on the tri- ground. Yeah, they said something, and it's clearly his boss. So mm-hmm. like. So they, so yeah, the, the mastermind of whoever it is 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 on the ground. So we'll, I'm sure that'll play some part in this as well.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, it's a good show. I'm interested to see where it goes. Just because hijack movies can get real <laughs> ridiculous at the end. I feel like.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. And it, and so far, it's good, not great. It's that Idris Elba elevates
3: it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> um, and uh, we'll see. Yeah, if they can, if he can keep that going through the whole series but you're right this is one of those types of shows that the ending makes a big difference on how you like the overall show
3: yeah yeah no
0: um yeah i'm enjoying it so far uh next is from now i've not seen any of this the second season i think just wrapped up and it's an it's it's an so mgm fun. plus original
2: yes yeah, epic uh, okay oh so that Epix makes sense makes good
1: stuff
2: to, and yeah they bought epics and then uh mgm just decided they wanted their own streaming services everybody does
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, but i think that from what i heard they're gonna probably they're building it up so they can sell it to somebody else uh is what they're doing so that so i think a lot of these companies okay. like maybe, maybe not paramount but a lot of them are building up streaming services so they can build some create some kind of demand and then sell that to whoever else wants to buy it and i, I imagine they'll sell it in netflix at some point because they're desperate for some stuff
0: yeah um, i mean that'd be good because epics has such good stuff i would love if they they do they, they have, sold have good quality
2: else. yeah they seem to care they have good production value they get they do a good job of picking good actors mm-hmm. that are like you know moneyball kind of actors and I would say this is another one where uh, the actors in from are all really good yeah like they're not there's occasionally a character that you you're like oh God, I kind of hate that character they're being stupid but it's written that way on purpose like the actors are doing good jobs so uh and from from is basically it's a horror version of lost right it's a it's a horror based version of lost and uh, where they you, you're in this world you don't know how they got there okay and so the the premise is that is that people are driving down a road. It starts with the first family that becomes one of the main families. You watch the eyes of it all through and they're going down a road in their little, you know, RV and suddenly they, they come up to a giant tree across the road. That's down. And it's, it's enormous. So they got to back out of it. There's a bunch of Ravens on the tree. They got to back out of it, turn around and find an exit so they can, you know, get back onto the freeway going wherever they're going. Um, as they get off the road, they they they, grow through, they go through a little town where everybody's just really weird, not really talking to them. Harold Perrineau's there. Um, they decide to keep driving. As they keep driving straight down the road, they come right back up to that town. And they drive straight and come right back up to the town. No matter what they do, they keep showing back up at this little town. And it's a town of, like, you know, ten houses and three things, you know, three stores. And, like, that's it. And, uh, and everybody just keeps watching them. And the reason is like, they're, they're like, we're not going to come tell you what's going on or you won't believe us. So we'll just let you figure this out for yourself. (laughs) And, and, and finally, when they realize that something's going on and they're panicking and freaking out that they can't get where they're going, they're like, you have to get inside nights coming. You have to get inside and we're going to hold a gun on you if you have to, but you're staying inside. Mm -hmm. And so, um, during the night. Uh, these, it's, it's kind of a take on vampires. It's these, it's these people who just come out of nowhere and they're walking around and, they're, and they they come across as really good people and sometimes even people you've known in your past. And they're like, hey, what's going on? Hey, why don't you uh, they'll go up to the kids' windows? Hey, it's really cold out. Do you mind letting me in? Or, hey, it's your grandma. I haven't seen you forever. Can you let me in? <laughs> and the second they open the door or the window or whatever, they're horrifically murdered. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right. And it ripped apart from the insides. And, yeah, just, like, horrifically murdered these things. Like, And these things smile the whole time they're doing it really big. Uh, <laughs> it's horrific. And, um, but, yeah, it's basically like vampires. You have to invite them in, right? Um, and nobody knows why they're there, why they can't get back, what's going on, where do these things come from. And over the course of these two seasons, more and more and more, Mystery keeps building up. That's like, well, this is stupid. If I were there, I do this. Well, they do that, <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, well, that's just stupid because they should have done this, and then they do that, <laughs> and you're like, okay, okay, well, at least they're exhausting the options that I had, <laughs> you know. So you're not so mad, right? Um, but uh, so yeah, so they these mysteries keep keep piling up and piling up in this fun way, and they and they answer some of them like they need to, or otherwise you're going to get furious, right? So they're answering some while they're building up others. And the finale of season two was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And so it's setting up a really cool and different season three. Yeah. So uh, it's been fun, man. It's it's just been a lot of fun watching. It's definitely dark and and gritty and, like, see, like, you can watch a couple episodes at a time and then you're like, okay, I'm to give it a couple days.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I'll watch a couple more. All right, I better give it a couple days. <laughs> but uh, but it, they're just good and they're really, like I said, they're really well-acted. Um, there's there's, there's a, a guy, just blinks on his name, uh, he's an Asian actor that uh, plays Harold Parano's Perino, kind of, uh, who's the sheriff, by the way. He's like his uh, deputy. It's like learning how to be a sheriff. And he's a really good actor. Like, I think we're going to see him in other things. Like I'm almost positive. Okay. Uh, and there's a few actresses throughout same, same way. And, uh, but occasionally it's like, you know, I, I, you don't even know what from is about. <laughs> like, What do these evil things come from? Where are you, the individuals in the, in the town from, why do these people keep showing up? And, uh, I, I again, I don't want to give up, give away anything, but, uh, it's good. It's dark. It's scary. It's fun. Uh, it's definitely you know that lost uh, showtelling style. Yeah. So you kind of know a little bit of how it's going to go. You know what I mean to to that degree, but it doesn't lessen it. It's still fun, and there's still new mysteries of the week. And yeah, I I, I thoroughly recommend it to anybody who doesn't. And I'm not. I tell you, I'm not a huge horror fan. Yeah. But uh, this one's fun. It's not. It's not horror for horror's sake. You know what I mean? It's It's fun.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've heard a few other people talk about it, and I'm just like looking at some of the reviews. It's got a 7.7. Yeah, oh yeah, they're saying they liked it a lot. Um, IMDb's got a 7.7, which is 8.7 in the real world, which is great. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to give you two, you let me know Uh, 85 and 93.
2: Oh, wow, both really good. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, ooh. Oh, gosh. I'm going to say you said 85 and 93? Yeah. I'm to say 93's The Critics? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, well nice. Well done. Nice, yeah.
0: Nice. Um, yeah, I love nice. me some Harold Pony. I feel like he's super underrated. He plays. And yeah. Eon Bailey, like, he shows up occasionally here and there, does a good job, and then goes on with his job. Like, he doesn't – he's not a big name or anything like that, but he's a good actor. Nah. And he
2: was in Lost, ironically. Was <laughs> he? I don't <laughs> the remember him being season. in Lost. Well, this he's, is
0: from the pro- – it's got some of the same producers as Lost.
2: Yeah, he's got uh, – he's, like, one of the biggest uh, loose threads that they. I don't think they ever saw. He's got the son with the young kid that, like – I don't know. You see that there's, there's, like, an orphanage somewhere on the island for these kids that have powers. His son has some kind of, like, power, and he and his son disappear on this boat. That's the first time you see a steamboat in the show from – at the very end of the first season, they disappear, and I don't think they ever came back. Okay. <laughs> and they never closed that
0: loop. <laughs> but uh, maybe this is where you went. <laughs> I would hear. Oh, that'd be, fu- yeah. that'd be funny if that's what it leads to.
2: Oh, I really wish they would. How'd you to here, Boat?
0: Boat. From this weird uh, island, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, he's he's been really solid. Okay. Um, let's move on to another one. You watched the first season, and you said you liked it. The uh, Lincoln Lawyer on Netflix. Uh, season two just came out. I think it's the whole season, isn't it? Or is it one episode it at is. a time? Yeah, they they drop the whole season. But
2: uh, yeah, I I mean I enjoy it. This is one to tell the parents to watch. You know what I mean? It's just a fun, you know, uh, John Grisham series, if you will. You know, I read the uh, this book is John Grisham. I think it's Mike Connolly. Yeah,
0: I read the uh, book and I saw the movie um, with Matthew McConaughey. with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's very much that. Um, it's it's bro- it's broken into a full season, of course, or series. Um, it's set. I feel like in the, in the sa- it's in the same world as Bosch. In fact, I think they make a reference to like one of the characters from Bosch. Somebody okay. said, a couple, but uh, it doesn't need to be. <laughs> uh, it's its own show. Um, but I really like the actor that plays the Lincoln lawyer, uh,
0: Manuel so garcia Rolfo?
2: Yeah, you see him in that show Goliath as like a uh, drug kingpin down oh, in the south. Okay. All right.
3: Uh
2: yeah, I think it's season two of Goliath. Okay. Um so have you seen that show? You have right? oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah with you. Billy Bob Thornton. It?
3: Yeah,
0: I watched the first yeah. two and I tried the third one and I just couldn't get into it.
2: Yeah, it's the second or third season, but yeah, he was the he was the cartel uh, owner where uh Billy Bob Thornton wakes up in the in the castle down there um okay but uh you anyway yeah that. he yeah. he's a re- yeah he's he really like is a leading man like you know what i mean like you watch it and you're like oh how, how have i never known this kid, this actor like oh he's he's like really good at it looks like the some man. of his
0: move like some of the stuff he's in has not been big yeah. like from Dust till dawn the series was not big sure. magnificent seven i tried watching that that was terrible um yeah murder on the orient express he's in mm. that it's been a long time since i've seen that i didn't remember that uh, he was yeah. in Sicario, okay. Day of the Soldado, as Gaio. I don't remember him in that.
2: Okay. Yeah. No. He he's very much just. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, you're like, yeah, I've never seen him anything, but then you see him in the show, and you're like, oh, yeah. Well, he's he's a leading guy. Yeah. <laughs> like I should have known this. Like yeah, you know. But but he just did, he's one of those guys that just hadn't gotten the right part. And this I would say this series more than any I've ever seen, and, and we've mentioned a couple like this. But it feels exactly like it would have come on right after suits <laughs> okay. on USA. Yeah. You know, this is a this is a USA series. It's it's feel good, cutesy, it's got enough dark and twist to keep you intrigued. Yeah. It's got, you know, uh, the twists and turns that any legal drama have to have. Uh but it's you know, you can tell your parents to watch it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And watch it with them. It's uh it's perfect yeah, but it's a it's a good, fun little show. It's not It's not world beating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you need a break from from those. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. You and I used to joke and call them palate cleansers. That's that's what this is. After I watched a couple episodes of From, it's like, let's throw in some liquor. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, it's, I mean, one of the show, the showrunner is David E. Kelly, who um, has been around forever. L.A. Law, The Practice, Ally McBeal. Yeah. He did Love, oh, he did Love and Death, the recent one about, remember Candy? But he, yeah, did with, um, yeah. so he did it with, yeah, so he did the Love and Death yeah. one, yeah. Goliath, Big Little eyes. Yeah, so this oh, guy. Oh, he
2: did Goliath. That's yeah. where he
0: found this dude. Mr. Mercedes, I which you. I heard was really good, too.
2: I would put money. He worked with him in Mr. N. Goliath, so Could I guarantee be. you he went, oh, I like this guy. I've got to try this guy out in something else. Uh, I guarantee you that's where it came from. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I mean, it's got good reviews. It's a 7.7 on IMDb, which is 8.7 in the real world. All right, okay. see, see if you can get this one. This is a tough one. All right.
1: Okay. 82. Oh,
0: no. This is for Rotten Tomatoes. you got to guess the critic and okay. the audience. Okay. 82. 82. Okay. And, and okay. 82.
2: <laughs> 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 well, okay then.
1: <laughs> so, why,
2: why do I have a feeling... Why I can't be wrong here? You're gonna tell me either answer is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Either okay. way, you're incorrect. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that's. You know I mean, what? that's.
0: It's, those are good reviews. That's solid. Yeah. Palette. Good. Uh, a solid palate cleanser.
2: Yeah. Nothing if not consistent. Uh, yeah. I. I'd say. I say watch it. I mean, I, I. I tell people like if you're thinking about watching it, if you enjoy legal dramas like that, watch it. That's fun. Okay. <laughs> It's totally fine. Yeah, Nev Campbell's pretty good too. I, I didn't expect her to have a little resurgence. But, uh, she's never been bad. She just tends to not be in good things. Yeah. You, yeah. That's it, you true. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 She's, she's never like, good. oh, I mean, she really took me out of that. Yeah. She, like she's pretty good. She's just never really in things you want to watch.
3: Yeah. To begin
0: and with. It could be just because she's Neve Campbell. They won't give her anything big now. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. All so, right. Um... Last on the list is one we've both seen, and um, if you know, you know. Righteous Gemstones. Uh, It continues with the third season. Um, The kids are starting to take over. John Goodman's character, Eli, is stepping down and retiring, and the kids, Danny McBride, Edie Patterson, and Adam Devine, are supposed to be taking over. Um, Danny seems like Jesse, or Danny's character Jesse, seems like he's doing the best out of them just because of jesse's wife amber who is you know the smart and actually capable one whereas the rest of them are just you know children fighting with each other um kelvin continues his journey into uh, i'm assuming eventually realizing that he's gay um for tony cavalera's (laughs) character keith um Judy, this is kind of an interesting one. She comes in, she's been on tour over the break between season two and season three. And she had an affair and it's bothering her because everyone knows but BJ. <laughs>
2: Everybody. Yeah. Everybody in the entire series knows except BJ. Uh yeah. Uh I just realized I've watched a little bit of the newest episode, so I won't say anything. But uh yeah, it's. Uh, I love the series. I love where the characters are going because the series, as I'm watching it, I'm like, this could go. This to me, this is a show that out of nowhere, it's just going to be stale. Like, like it's been cool. It's been it's been funny. It's been funny. Then it's like, where are they going to go now? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're 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 going to have to basically just you're going to have to take these big risks to make the show stay interesting this season. To the point that at some point you accidentally jump the shark. Yeah. <laughs> it's a risk that the rest of us aren't on board with. Um, and so far, though, I mean, these are working. So uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, I'm enjoying uh, Baby Billy. Baby Billy's Bible
0: Bonkers? <laughs> Baby, Baby, Baby Billy's Bible Bonkers. Uh, <laughs> and Tiffany. Gonna get- dude, his wife, played by Valen Hall, is so funny on this. Like, she's so she simple is. and sweet and... She's so simple funny. is
2: the right word. Yeah, she's simple. She's simple.
0: Uh, but I yeah. love that, like her and uh, Judy Jimstone, like actually like each other after the last season where she was kind of living with them for a while, and now they're actually yeah. like she's so nice that like they can't dislike her. Um, yeah. And so I like that she's in. That we've also seen. Um, By the way,
2: they're the only ones that ever say I love you. Did you notice that, Tiffany so, and so, Judy are leaving. I love you, Tiffany. Love you, Aunt <laughs> <laughs> the is
0: Nobody else says I love you in the That's <laughs> great. No, love you, Tiffany. Love you, Aunt <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great. Um, Gideon is now he had an, uh, a he had an accident while he was being a stuntman, and now he's driving for Eli. Um, Eli is having to deal with his sister-in-law and her kids. Uh, the sister-in-law is living in a rundown church. The kids were taken in by their father, who's played by Steve Zahn, who's become kind of like a militant uh, you know, Ruby Ridge kind of person. And mm-hmm. he thinks that the kids dimed him out. The kids being um Lucas Haas and then um oh, who's the who's the other one? I can't think of but uh the kind of a big dumb one. But it's nice because they're just they just want to be part of a family they don't really care they don't really have anything to believe in they're easily led and so they just want to have a family and so they come into this one and i kind of like how it's funny because the gemstones want nothing to do with them they see them as trash and then now they're kind of seeing as like oh this could actually be they could actually be fun and the problem with the kids is that everyone's leaving the church because they think they're fighting all the time and this could actually bring them together. So I, I see the kind of steps that are being laid in the future, but I'm-, I'm sure that I'm way off on what the resolution will be.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no way anybody could... I don't think they know yet. Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those shows, you know what I mean? They'll figure that out next season. Um, but, yeah, but, you know, I mean, it could also just end. I mean, Vice Principals just ended. And the ratings were not bad. Yeah. Um, so they just were like, we got to the end of what we needed to do. <laughs> and uh, Danny McBride and Walt Goggins just ended the series. Uh, so, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Mean, this could very well be the final season, is where I'm going with that. Like, you never know until, like, I don't think they're going to make a big announcement. Uh, I could be wrong, though. But because uh, I think they like to just kind of keep their options open. And then at the end of it, they'll be like, all right, yeah, that was good. We're happy. We're happy with where that ended. We're done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh yeah, I, yeah, I, I can I, see it only going three seasons, but man, it's so much fun.
2: But they're, yeah, I think they're going to have, they're going to take a full season to have a blast exploring Kelvin realizing he's gay, which obviously goes against God. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're, and they're, listen, so yeah, so they're going to, they're going to have, uh, they're going to have to have a whole season of him wrestling with that, which I'm guessing, it feels like they're finally, they're coming close to that crescendo. I think by like the, the finale this season is going to be like him making out with Tony Cavalera.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think
0: that's going to happen at the end of the series.
2: Yeah, or soon season. Sorry.
0: Yeah. And, well, and it's and he's still doing like the kid thing. Like he's like he's got to be like thirty five at least, and he's still doing the kid, the the youth pastor thing, dressing like a ridiculous person. And now their <laughs> yeah. thing is they're going against what they consider smut, so like sex shops and stuff like that. But the thing is, they pay for all the inventory and they think that they're doing something. Like, well, you're just employing them. Like, you're just giving them more money.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're they're
2: buying them out to the point that the guy's like, hey, man, I got a new shipment coming in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, you, you know you're helping them, right? He's like, yeah, but we're going to make sure nobody else has any, any of them to use. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I agree. And, and it's kind of like, like, I wonder if, if even – so the ongoing gag is kind of – not gag, but, I mean, like in real life, like kind of thing is, you know, the, the politicians that speak out against gay people are always the ones who you find out later are gay. Yeah, yeah, almost every <laughs> and, time. And yeah, and they're struggling with it themselves, so they get mad about it in the public, and, and they're – they, you know, or they have constituents that are like, you got to prove you're anti-gay, and they're like, yeah, yeah, anti-gay. Uh, I, I, I wonder if that's what they're going to go with him as a preacher for next season because each season he takes over a different his youth pastor but like then he was the, the what was it the bodybuilders yeah like, uh, the power team and now this season's like the anti-sex youth group you know i wonder if next season's going to be anti-gay. him being anti-gay because at the end of this he realizes he has feelings for tony gavallero
3: yeah well yeah they've that, already kind of
2: it I
0: seems like they're so already good. kind of touching on that in this
2: Yeah, but I mean with him, like, preaching out against it.
3: Yeah. Specifically, no one else. Oh, I see what you're saying. Just
0: Kelvin. Yeah. Kelvin's
2: preaching against it. Yeah. Yeah, when everyone else is like, I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) You know, that's a thing we can talk about. But, like, why are you so hard on this, you know? And, uh, yeah, I think that's where they'll end up going next season. And uh, But to me, that feels like it's got to be the ending. Like, the the ending of the series. Because for his character that's like where his character his whole, the journey has him been figuring himself out Yeah, cause he's just like you said baby man <laughs> that's just still living like, like a child and he's got to figure out who he is and that's a big part of it so I think that's his journey so I wouldn't be surprised if next season's actually the final season and they explore that okay. to, the, to cool. the end of the series I think
0: we're actually a few yeah so and Uh, The most recent episode just came out on Sunday. I think I'm actually two behind just because I was out of town and everything so much. Oh, no, that's fine. No, because I'm only three in. So the last episode I saw was Baby Billy's Bible Blockers. So, but I'm looking at, like, the summation for episode four, and it seems very much Kelvin handles rumors about Keith. So, um, yeah, we'll probably catch up on that tonight just because we've got, oh, my gosh, we've got such a laundry list of things to watch and catch up on. But, um yeah, this is always, this is always such a an easy go to. Like, if this is one of the ones on our list to watch, like it's such an easy one to go to because it's so great. We're actually we're talking about we're gonna go back and watch Vice Principals, and then maybe at some point um, Eastbound and Down because I started Eastbound and Down. Same with Vice Principals, I started. And I don't know what happened. I just kind of never came back to it.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't want to say anything else. So okay. you need to watch it because I'm I'm one ahead of you and it. I think I actually watched half of the most recent episode. So, yeah, don't. Oh, okay. I can't
0: talk about it anymore. All right. You're, you're going to enjoy it. Fair enough. Uh, that is everything we have for what we're watching. Um, we will try and come out little, hopefully tomorrow or sometime this week with, there's a ton of coming attractions, things that are coming out this week um, and a little bit next week, one that I'm really excited for next week. And then we had a whole bunch of trailers drop, so hopefully we can do some trailers and news for you as well. Um, that's all we have for today. Until next time, catchphrase. What he retorts.